You're listening to Brand Astrology, a podcast dedicated to helping creative women build cosmically good brands. I'm your host, Lizzie Campbell, a brand strategist and designer, blogger, content creator, and coffee enthusiast. Ten years ago, I started a blog on the floor of my college dorm room and turned it into my full-time design studio and a network of over 50,000 friends and followers before my 25th birthday. And now I'm here to help you do the same. Ready to start your brand journey? Let's get to it. I'm your host, Lizzie Benson, and this week we are chatting about how to build an authentic and engaged audience on Instagram. It's the question on everyone's lips. How the heck do I grow my Instagram following? With all the confusion and misinformation surrounding the ever-changing algorithm, it can feel nearly impossible to see any growth at all. Everywhere I look online right now, there are these so-called Instagram experts peddling all these tricks and hacks for gaming the system. Like, so, so many people are engaging in ridiculous tactics like following and unfollowing, which really just serves to piss everybody off and doesn't actually help you grow. Here's the secret that these people are not going to tell you. There are any number of tricks you can use to inflate your follower number. You can make that little number as giant and as pretty as you like, but it doesn't mean a damn thing at the end of the day if you have 50,000 ghosts following you. When you've got follower numbers in the six figures, but your photos only get 300 likes and two comments, everyone knows what you're doing. And the worst thing is, you're only doing yourself a disservice. Like, do you think brands and PR agencies can't tell that you don't have the right engagement numbers? It's so much better to have 3,000 engaged, authentic followers who are genuinely interested in your content and your offerings than to have 30,000 followers who couldn't care less what you post, or worse, aren't even real people. And listen, like, we all know that follower numbers aren't everything. Like, you guys know that, right? The number on your Instagram account has nothing to do with your worth as a person. It sounds silly, but sometimes I think people need to hear this. However, when you're trying to build a business or grow your influence, followers do kind of matter for something. I get it, everyone wants to grow their audience, me included. (laughs) So today I wanted to chat through some of my favorite ways to build your audience authentically and attract followers who will flock to your message, engage with your content, buy your products, or read your blog, basically whatever you want them to do. So the first thing is post what you want to post. Remember that classic quote, if you build it, they will come? Yeah, I'm not real too sure about baseball playing ghosts, but it's definitely true of Instagram. See, I used to be so wrapped up in posting what I thought people wanted to see or what I thought would perform well on Instagram. And then I would wonder why my growth was completely stagnant. Hello, people can spot a poser a mile away. I should have known this. I watched Mean Girls. Like, come on. I was so concerned with making sure everything I posted was aesthetic and Instagram-worthy that it had sucked all the joy clean out of whatever it was I was trying to accomplish with Instagram. I was stuck in a loop of struggling to come up with content ideas, feeling totally burned out, and being incredibly discouraged because all of this perceived hard work that I was doing was going totally to waste since no one was paying any damn attention to me. Finally, one day, I couldn't take it anymore. I was like, Okay, screw it. I'm going to post what I want, when I want, and if I lose all my followers, then so be it. Okay, maybe I wasn't exactly that blasé about it, but like, come on. It's true. And honestly, I felt so free as soon as I made that decision. 
I began posting things I actually liked, having fun with my content and showcasing my personality in my photos and captions. And guess what? Little by little, more and more people started to creep in. My follower account went up. People started commenting on my photos, sending me messages, replying to my stories, and I began having actual conversations with people. Like what? True story. It was kind of magical, TBH. And no, I didn't skyrocket thousands of followers overnight. It was slow and steady, but it was growth, and it made me feel good about myself instead of constantly comparing myself to others and feeling super burned out. And okay, the whole comparison thing kind of brings me to my next point. We'll probably chat a lot more about the comparison trap on social media and particularly Instagram in a later episode, but it is so, so toxic. There are still times when I find myself endlessly scrolling through my feed, wondering how everyone else in the world is so much prettier and more talented than I am. It's real, it's insidious, and it happens without even realizing it. So my next tip, while not directly applicable to growing your following, is this. Clean up your feed. Unfollow people whose content doesn't make you feel good. Anyone who you're only following to lust enviously over their hashtag goals life, hit that unfollow button. If it's not refreshing you or inspiring you, or if it's not someone you genuinely want to connect with, then they're out of here. Life is too damn short to get stuck in a cycle of scrolling and comparing and feeling worse and worse about your own stuff. Here's the thing. There is always going to be someone out there who looks like they have it better than you. But for one thing, Instagram is a highlight reel. You have no idea what's actually going on in their lives. And for another thing, if you weren't spending all your time stalking skinny rich influencers on Instagram, you could be out there doing the damn thing and making some hashtag goals of your own. My third tip is to be relatable, open, honest, and vulnerable with your audience. I know that sounds like a lot, but people don't want to follow robots with pretty feeds. Or maybe they do, but they shouldn't. They want to connect with people and have conversations and really dig in deep. You need to work on creating friends, not fans. Don't strive to have tons of people following you and fawning over you for no good reason. Strive to build an audience and a community and find other like-minded people to connect and collaborate with. So like, for instance, I'm a pretty weird person. Like, honestly, I'm not kidding. I am the definition of quirky. I'm a huge nerd and I always have been and I have a lot of weird little intricacies. Arguably everyone does, but I only know my own story, so that's what we're talking about here. So for the longest time, I thought I should hide that part of way, sort of gloss over my actual personality and just stick with the bland pleasantries and surface level captions. Once I started posting more of what I wanted to post, I also started showcasing my real personality a lot more, rambling about random things, talking about books or TV shows or movies that I liked or making dumb references or sharing memes. And that's when people really started jiving with me having conversations, responding to my captions and comments, and basically we were all having a good time. I realized something that I should have known all along. Hiding away your personality or your true feelings is never, ever going to get you where you want to go. If you have to be fake to get somewhere, you shouldn't want to go there in the first place. It's just like your mom told you on the first day of kindergarten. Have fun and be yourself. The rest will follow. My next tip is to be crystal clear on who your ideal follower is. I think there's a big misconception on social media that any follower is a good follower. And yes, of course, the point is to grow your audience, but like we chatted about earlier, 
Numbers don't do you any good unless they are actual people who are interested in your brand and your content. So when I say that you should know your ideal follower, what I mean is you should know who you want to create content for. Not all content is created equally, and you are not meant to appeal to the masses. Content that a 15-year-old girl likes is probably going to be a lot different than content a 57-year-old man likes. At least I kind of hope so. You need to know who you're talking to, who will resonate and connect with your content, who will buy your products and services, and then you need to make sure you are talking to them. Think about demographics like how old are they? What is their gender? Where do they live? What are their interests? What is their job? Etc. And also think about things like what other accounts they might follow, where they get their news from online, what blogs and websites they like to read, what hashtags they might use or follow on Instagram, where they might be shopping or visiting or checking into online. Once you know these things, you can make sure your content strategy and information lines up with these demographics, and you can also use this information to find your ideal followers on Instagram. Go through your list of accounts they might be following, hashtags they're using, and places they're checking in, and engage and interact with people there who fit your description. If your audience profile is accurate, it means you're getting yourself in front of people who can connect with your content, which means they're much more likely to follow you. And when I say engage with them, I do not mean follow them just to unfollow them a day later or leave a bunch of spammy comments on their posts. Remember, we're trying to form communities here. Like their photos, leave a genuine and thoughtful comment on one or two of them if it makes sense, and maybe follow them, but only if you really love their content and actually want to see it in your feed. Another great way to build an authentic following is just to be present and active on the app. I know this sounds like a no-brainer, but it's really amazing to me how many people will just post their photos and peace out. I used to do the same thing, so like, no shame, I get it, but now we all know better, so let's get our shit together. You can't just drop in every once in a while and expect to build community and engage your audience. You need to be present, like other people's photos, respond to comments on your own posts, and comment on other people's. Now, this doesn't mean you should spend your entire life scrolling through Instagram and engaging with people, like, not at all. Please don't do that. But spending a few minutes here or there responding to comments, answering your messages, and scrolling through hashtags is a great way to accomplish this. You should also take advantage of all of Instagram's new fun features. Like, post to your stories. They are so much fun and are a great way to get people to engage with your content super easily. Post GIFs, create polls to get to know your audience better, ask questions, post behind-the-scenes info about your day, and showcase your personality. It's a great way to humanize your brand and let people get to know the real person behind all your pretty posts. Plus, they're just fun. Like, who doesn't love a GIF or a silly poll? Just have fun with it all. It's not life or death. Another important way to grow your audience is to create beautiful content. Like, duh, right? But seriously, if someone lands on your profile and sees a bunch of fuzzy, out-of-focus selfies and dark photos of your dog, they're not going to know that you're a brand or business, and they're not going to follow you. It really helps if you create a cohesive feed aesthetic. I don't mean that you need to become obsessed with fitting your aesthetic, but it really helps if your photos flow and look good together. There are a few simple ways to accomplish this without sacrificing your sanity. First of all, find a common editing style and use it on all of your photos. This can be a single preset or filter or just a combination of things you adjust on each photo. There are a literal myriad of apps you can use to edit your photos and find unique filters. Some of my favorites are Viscocam, A Color Story, Lightroom, and Snapseed. 
Another thing you should definitely do is plan your feed out using an app like Preview or Later or Unum. It just helps you see everything visually and see how photos will look next to each other, and you can drag and drop and rearrange them to get it to the way you want, and it's just so much easier to see. It also really helps if you take a lot of photos at one time, like if you're in a really photogenic spot or you have really good lighting or something. Like, even though it doesn't get dark until like 9 now, my apartment just doesn't get great lighting in the evenings, so I can't really take photos after work on weekdays. So I usually try to batch a lot of my posts and photos on weekends when it's like sunny out and I can just get started in the morning and have consistent lighting and a good environment. It really just helps with the whole looking cohesive thing. Another thing that a lot of people are doing to bolster engagement is creating engagement pods. Now, this has been a super polarizing thing. Some people absolutely swear by them. Other people claim that they are cheating and just plain awful. For those of you who may not know, engagement pods are basically groups of people on Instagram who create a group message or DM and then use that to send all of their new posts to. So every time they send a post to the group, everyone else in the group likes and comments on it, which creates engagement. The concept is, since the new algorithm change rewards posts that get a lot of engagement right after posting, people could potentially game the system by sending it to these groups and getting a lot of engagement really fast. Depending on who you ask, they're either totally spammy or a really great way to build community. And honestly, it really depends on how you use them and who you add to them. I will say this. They are a nice concept, but every single one that I've been in has either fizzled out over a couple of months or I just don't want to do it anymore. Frankly, it's kind of exhausting to constantly be bombarded by notifications that somebody else has sent a post to it that you have to immediately go like and comment on it. People just get busy, they get tired of commenting the same things over and over, and one by one they kind of drop out. Now, this may just be me. I know that it's not a great strategy for me. I've learned that because I'm one of those people that gets burnt out and stops responding. However, if it is something that you choose to participate in, it definitely can boost engagement. My best tips for finding one that works is to find a group of like-minded people with similar accounts, whether aesthetically or topic-wise. It all goes back to creating a community. So like, if you're a lifestyle blogger who posts a lot of bright white photos on your feed, it would make the most sense to seek out other bloggers with bright aesthetics. That way you know you're interested in their content and vice versa. It'll be a lot easier to comment on their stuff and just build a community and engagement that way. One final way that you can boost your engagement and followers authentically is to create your own hashtag. Brands and lifestyle accounts do it all the time, like glitter guides, flashes of delight, or the hashtag, I have this thing with pink. And um, BTW, we have one too, so use the hashtag Brave Girl Club on Insta. Anyways, this is a great way to build community around your brand, and depending on how you use Instagram, you can use your hashtag to find user-generated content to repost, with credit, to your own feed. When you create your own hashtag, you should make sure to use it in the body of all of your captions, so like if you use the little trick of posting your hashtags in the first comment instead of in your actual caption on your posts, you can still do that with the rest of your hashtags, but make sure that you use your branded one at the end of each of your captions so that people will see it and interact with it. Another great way to encourage people to use your hashtag or just to let people know that it's there is to put it in your bio on your profile. Especially now on Instagram, since they've made hashtags clickable in the bio descriptions, that means that people can see your little hashtag on your bio and then click on it and kind of browse through the posts and see what it's all about. 
Um, you can also kind of direct people to the hashtag from your website. So even if you're, you know, even if it's not on Instagram, you can include a little page or a post about it on your blog and tell people what it's all about and maybe share a feed of posts from it. There's a lot of ways you can do that, especially if you're on Squarespace or there's plugins on WordPress. And that way people can get an idea if they're browsing your blog, but they might not see you on Instagram. Okay. Whew. We have covered tons of actionable ways that you can work to grow an authentic and engaged Instagram following, so I really hope that this was helpful to you. Thank you so much for listening to Brand Astrology. Be sure to follow along on Instagram at asteriastudio.co and find us online at www.asteriastudio.co. Links are in the description. And if you're enjoying the show, it would mean the world to me if you left a rating, a review on Apple Podcasts, or just shared the show with someone who might like it. See you next week!